Hey everybody, it's Lindsay. Welcome back to Journey from Infertility. I have had a whirlwind of things happen to me since I have been gone and since my last episode, but I am back. Um, I am going to say that I am going to start doing these um, bi-weekly. Um, life happens, the world happens. I'm a parent of three kids and working a full-time job full-time wife. So my responsibilities are a little bit longer, but I am making my effort now and recommitting to getting this done. But this month of July and 2020 is really striking out with me personally, professionally, uh, mentally, physically, spiritually. Everything has been at a point that I just don't know anymore about 2020, okay? But I am going to do my best to get through this. Um, So since my last episode, I have been sick. My husband has been sick. My children have been sick. We have all been trying to get back to a point that we are coming back to some sort of normalcy. But if anybody is still in 2020 with us right now. Nothing's normal anymore. So I don't know what, I don't even know what the definition of normal is. So we're just going to call this the new normal at this point. So I have been at home. Uh, I just returned to work this week, Monday. And I had been going through some things and looking around and I start to see um, this one number in my life and that's the number four, the number eight, number nine. Some people can consider those angel numbers, spiritual numbers. I'm going to call it an angel number for now, but four, eight, nine. And I literally was sitting on the steps looking out my front door and I was thinking about some things I wanted to do. Like I'm planning to get a new tattoo. I'm planning and I'm trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. And I wanted something to incorporate, um, you know, my son Isaiah and Lauren and Aaliyah. And so I was just trying to play around with some things. And then all of a sudden I thought about it like, oh my God, 489. 489 are the birth months of my children. April, August, September. And then I just was sitting there, still sitting, looking out my front door. And then I thought about it. The address to my house is 489. And then this just, and this has all been all last week. So while I'm out, I see 489 on someone's license plate. I go somewhere and pick something up to eat for myself. The price, 489. So the number has just been appearing in many places that I just can't avoid. And so I decided to look it up. And 
I don't know if people copy and paste these angel number things. And I usually don't really get into angel numbers, but when they start to pop up and they start to show like some people have 333, 444, 111, 1111, um, just those sequence of numbers that they tend to have, but and I do have other numbers that tend to come to me too as well. And they are in the forms of my children. It's just usually their birth times. So Isaiah's birth time was 353. Lauren's birth um, time was 1234. So that's one, two, three, four. Um, and then Aaliyah's birthday is actually, I mean, her birth time is 1022. But in military time on her medical record, her birth time is 2222. So I get these numbers a lot. I usually don't try to delve into them. Um, and it's usually if I do, it's around that time when it is. But I tend to forget when, you know, when it comes back around. But this one, it kind of shook me a little bit because I've been trying to do this podcast for so long. And trying to find my meaning in what it is that I want to do with people. And this kind of just resonated with me now because right now 2020 again has gone to pits and I just, I can't, can't even fathom what would come out of 2020. Not even saying in a good way, but I don't know what 2020 holds anymore because we're now about to approach August. And so the 489 angel number, it says, is telling you to embrace the culture. Now, I did not understand that in a sense to the point I wanted to get to where I, what part of the culture is it that I need to embrace with it? Is it that I need to embrace that 2020 has resulted in a lot of people restarting stuff for their self? Um, 2020 has shown me that business is booming for a lot of people because we have had time to shut down. We have had time to focus on the things that we are good at, the things that we are talented at, the things that we want to get out and produce. And it's like we have become creatives in every aspect. I've seen new podcasts. Not to be funny, but OnlyFans has become popular within the world. And OnlyFans is not just for the stigma that it is, is that it's content that people put out that people love from, you know, genuinely love. Patreon is another um, another platform where people are just creating YouTube, of course, Twitter, Instagram, like people have branded themselves since February of 2020, since we have been pretty much locked down in isolation and we have to make ways to get out or have to get ourselves out into the world because a lot, I, I see now that I've spent more time focusing on work and not taking care of me in the process. So even just delving into it, it says, that the angel number 489 has quite a number of meanings. The number four is a practical digit. It means um, an application in real life. The number eight is a number portraying eternity, and this means life above. The number nine is a conclusive number, and it means the end of a certain cycle. 
Um, 48 means eternal protection and 89 means the end of an evil phase. So it freaked me out to read just even that one paragraph on one of these pages about this number because this again 2020 has really been rough and just looking at it it's just it resonates with me so much another one showed me that the combination of the numbers is that four plus of course four plus eight plus nine equals 21 and then two plus one equals three and three is usually you know um, um, another symbolic number um didn't really delve into it but of course the number three with me that's my birth month so it just it all just kind of just made sense so it makes me feel like i'm getting in a point getting to a point where i need to focus on this and focus on my journey with myself through this infertility that I have gone through and focus on getting back to the basics and getting people back involved with what's going on. And I think this time is where we have been able to focus on being present and just be literally more so just being present and holding ourselves accountable for the things that we keep saying that we want to do and have distracted. Like I have whole outlines of things that I want to do. And of course this month hit me a little harder than, than most. And while I've been quarantining and getting well, I put some stuff in action and put some stuff in motion. So I'm ready to finish out 2020 strong and get things to where I want them to be and not on anybody else's accord at this point. So I wanted to share also, um, I was scrolling through Instagram and one of my favorite IG pages um, gave me some signs that I'm healing. And having a conversation with somebody kind of randomly this week, telling them my story um, in the midst of everything that's going on. And it's about the seven signs that you're healing. And this is, um, I don't want to butcher her name, but I'm going to say it's going to be Nidra Glover Tawab. And her IG is N-E-D-R-A-T-A-W-W-A-B. When I tell you that she is like my second therapist that I don't know, and I appreciate her for everything that she posts because it's uh, she's more of like um, a boundaries expert, a content creator, and a writer, but more so the boundaries expert and the boundaries that she posts about things is what attracts me to her page because I had in my journey, I've allowed so many people to. to take from me. And then I've also allowed people to give me so much and I take it on and I don't dump it. So in the same sense, it's like, I was never able to 
fully give myself to people and I would give it and want to be the person to to dump it on other people, not knowing that that's what people do to me. And I wanted to to learn to some to set some boundaries. And I've done that with family. I've done that with friends. And so her page is a really good one if you are working through something like that, if you want to. Um, she's she's awesome with these posts. And if you follow me, you probably see this white page and these yellow, this yellow background very, very often. So if you see a white page and a yellow background, nine times out of ten, it's from her. So it says the seven signs that you're healing. It says one, you talk about the situation and it no longer feels as painful. Two, you allow your feelings to show instead of avoiding them. Three, you are practicing forgiveness for yourself and for others. Number four, you stand up for yourself. Number five, when you think about your pain, you're grateful for how far you've come. Number six, you can share your story with others. Number seven, you engage in healthy habits more consistently. And that healing that I've been experiencing over, I guess, maybe the last two years, um, well, actually more like three years, because my healing didn't start good, good until I realized I was pregnant with Lauren. And before then, I could try to explain my story to you and I would immediately kind of shut down and not want to even finish having the conversation because I could feel the conversation turning at the moment that my emotions start showing up. And when I showed up with those, it was like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Um, you know, let's just go ahead and change the subject or I'll just stop immediately and just walk off. And I wanted to get to a point that if I ever wanted to be able to get through this, I wanted to be able to tell somebody what happened, how it happened, what did I do to come out of it? And if I can, how can I help you? Or what did my, or how did, how can my journey be in some type of assistance to you? I have also gotten to the point now that when I listen to people, I have the intent to help them the best way that I can, because a lot of people in the beginning would come to me and I wouldn't know what to say to them because I didn't want them to, to feel like I was weak in the process of trying to help them. And I just, I never could give someone that that hope that they were looking for out of me because I was so broken. And I just, again, as my ultimate goal is that I want to be able to help anybody in a situation where they have never experienced this before, or they continue to experience the same thing and just need an outlet or someone to go to because they don't have anybody else who they can have this conversation with. It's hard sometimes going through this alone because it's the most silent, 
I don't want to say a silent killer, but it, that's what it felt like for me in the beginning. When this started, I had no one to talk to. Nobody around me had gone through this. Nobody around me could console me in a manner that I I wanted. It wasn't even what I needed. It was just what I wanted. And I couldn't even express to anyone how I wanted them to care for me because I was so hurt and so broken and I don't want to be that person and it's taken 11 years to get to this point after losing Isaiah that was uh, Isaiah was my breaking point and that was just the beginning and the hurt just kept piling on years after year after year after year with no relief. So I'm glad that I have gotten to the point now that I have my therapist that's literally available whenever I need to call her. I have people in my life who support me. Um, and I don't hesitate anymore. Like if I feel bad, I'm going to tell you how I feel. If I'm feeling upset, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to get it out. And I tell people when it comes to me, because everybody is not the same, just listen to me. I It's not that I don't want or need your opinion, but I need to get it out. Because with me and my healing now, I've learned that I have to talk out loud to hear my thoughts out loud because sometimes the thoughts that I tell myself in my head don't make sense. But when I hear them out loud, it makes a lot more sense. And sometimes that outside perspective or those outside ears can hear something that I don't. So in me saying all of that, and that whatever journey that you are going through right now, find a way for you to find your why. The way that I find my why, I have pictures of my kids somewhere visible that I can see them at all times. I have notes written on my mirror in my office. I have little sticky notes on my desk, you know, with little motivational quotes or, you know, that's your why you do what it is that you do. So you find that why you put it somewhere that you know that. In any moment that you feel that you don't know what it is as to why you're doing what you're doing, you see it and it just restarts you. And so I'm going to embrace this. I'm going to do better. And I'm committing now as of today at this time of night while my kids are asleep, I'm going to make this whole and I'm going to be here at all times. And you need me, you can send me an email, you can DM me on Instagram, and we can talk it out. And if I can be of any assistance, I'm going to be here for you. So I'm going to end this here so I can go to bed. And I will see you guys in a couple weeks. Good night, y'all.